Welcome to Finding Your Worth, a podcast designed to help you reconnect with who you are so you can become who you want to be. I'm your host, Sarah Wilson. A few years ago, I realized that something was missing from my life. And what was missing was me. My hopes, my dreams, my inner light had been dimmed by years of drudgery, complacency, going along with what I thought I was supposed to be. Not anymore, my friend. Life is short. I'm not wasting any more of it hiding and afraid to live. Now that I know my worth, I am on a mission to help others who feel disconnected from themselves to find joy and purpose in their lives. Thank you for joining me on this journey to rekindle your spark and find your worth. Hello there and welcome to episode number 76, Enough. Before we get rolling today, I want to ask you for a favor. If you enjoy this podcast, would you please give it a good review wherever you listen to podcasts? And even more important, would you share it with a friend who you think might be helped or benefit from finding your worth? I greatly appreciate you helping me out. I'm asking you because I don't have enough listeners and I need more, more, more. I also don't have enough energy, enough time, enough money, enough journals and notebooks, enough of my favorite pens, and I certainly do not have enough cookies in this house, which at the moment is zero cookies. I'm also not pretty enough. I am not smart enough. I am not disciplined enough. And that leads me to feeling like I am not good enough. People get cranky about gratitude. How am I supposed to be grateful right now? My back is killing me. My car's check engine light is on and no one knows why. My kid is sassing me constantly And I have to vacuum all the time because my pets leave their dang hair everywhere. All of which could be reframed in different ways. Here's when you don't have enough. I'm not young enough anymore, and my body is wearing out. I don't have enough money to buy a new car. I don't have enough patience to deal with my kid, and I am a terrible parent. I don't have enough time to keep up with the house. It is embarrassing. Or you could look at it this way. I'm lucky to be alive. I am lucky to have a car and a car that runs. I'm lucky to have a kid who is healthy and smart. I'm lucky to have a house, pets that I love. And yes, I am lucky to have a vacuum. But does that second one feel 
inauthentic to you? Does it feel like you're pretending things are good when they really aren't? If that is the case, and I have felt that way too, did it ever occur to you that it sounds weird to find the good in things because we're surrounded by a culture of not enough? At some point, you have been told to look on the bright side. You've been told to keep your chin up, to look for the silver lining. At some point, hearing that was probably annoying. It sounds silly. All around you, everywhere you look, everything you hear, it's all about what's missing from your life, from other lives. No one feels like they have enough, do enough, are enough. If there is any good news to share, it's an afterthought. The fluff piece shoved in the middle of the serious and important stuff. The important stuff that is always, always bad, sad, hard, painful. And through it all, you're shown over and over again how you are lacking how there's not enough good in the world, that you don't have enough, and that you aren't enough. And we all cope with this in different ways. This feeling of lack that doesn't just affect how we see our wallets or our houses, but how we see ourselves. So to have someone tell you, just be grateful for every little thing, feels insincere at best. Because evidence suggests that you have very little to be grateful for. Evidence suggests that you aren't up to whatever task you might think to try, that life is hard nearly all the time. This is why gratitude matters and why it needs to be done in abundance. And this is why it's called a gratitude practice. When I first started writing down what I was grateful for every night before bed, I kept listing the blanket that I had covering me, the blanket that was on my legs. This blanket sure is cozy. I'm grateful for this blanket, for keeping my legs warm in this cold room. I'm so grateful to my sister for giving me this blanket. Why was I so hung up on my blanket? Because I couldn't think of other stuff to be grateful for. I couldn't muster up any better idea than what was immediately and directly in front of me. I had absolutely no idea how to be grateful I felt foolish going on about my blanket. I also kept trying. Today, if you ask me what I'm grateful for, even if I am in a deep funk of gloom, I can tell you enthusiastically what I'm grateful for. And I mean it when I say I am grateful. 
I practice it a lot. What I learned is that I have so much more to be grateful for than anything I might be lacking. If you're thinking it sounds like a lot of work, it is. If you're not used to being grateful, really grateful, it will feel silly. You will also really like your blanket, and you'll get tired of writing about your blanket. Keep going. One day, you won't write about your blanket at all. Probably without even noticing, you'll start writing about that coworker who told you she liked your earrings earlier that day and how good it made you feel. You'll start noticing things and keep them in your head to write down later, not on purpose. But because your brain will start seeing more good stuff, because your brain will be rewired towards gratitude. Nowadays, I'll start spontaneously thinking, gosh, I'm really grateful for this moment that is happening right now. If you're thinking, why would I want to do that? Here's why. Being grateful will fill you with joy. If you want to be filled with joy, your heart light, your mind giddy, randomly in the middle of the day for no outwardly apparent reason, if you want to be filled with joy, practice gratitude as often as you possibly can. Being grateful will not change the world around you. It will change you for the better. After you've spent some time being grateful for stuff and other people, you might start being grateful for yourself. Gee, I'm really glad I emptied the dishwasher before I left for work today, so I don't have to do it at the end of the day when I come home. Gee, I'm so grateful that I took the time to learn how to calm my thoughts so that I can stay cool while my boss is being a total jerk right now. The world around you is telling you that you aren't enough. You aren't ever doing enough, and you certainly don't have enough stuff. We push ourselves so hard, and there is always going to be more to do. And the ads will keep showing up, telling us what else we need to buy. That's fine. You can hear it all, see it all, and you can still choose to be grateful for the truth. You are enough. You are doing enough. And you most certainly have enough. But to do that... You need to see that it is true by being grateful for what is. Start right now and start simple. Are you sitting on something or walking on terra firma? No matter how foolish it seems, no one can see into your brain to know that you're thinking about how grateful you are for the front seat of your car for being tan and hiding coffee stains so well. Start being grateful 
for what is right there. Your clothes, your car, your blanket, if that is all you've got to hold on to at the moment. You want a different life. That life requires you to think differently. That life requires you to see the good. That life requires you to be grateful. Make that your highlight reel. Make the good stuff your primary experience by focusing on it on purpose every single day. Thank you for listening to Finding Your Worth. I am so grateful to you for listening, for showing up in the world and trying to be the best that you can possibly be. When I say I'm grateful for you, I mean it with all of my being. You, the real you, is absolutely fantastic. And don't you forget it. Thank you.